Welcome to Nature Talks, where we tune into animals, nature, and the universe. My name is Susie Gatti, and I invite you to a deeper connection with animals and the earth. Welcome and thank you for listening to Nature Talks. My name is Susie Gazzi and today I would like to talk a little bit about animal communication and how animals actually receive it or how do we know if our animals receive the communication we have with them. And one thing I really would like to stress is that we as people have these really strange ideas about what animal communication looks like, feels like, sounds like, is like. And I just wanted to encourage you to find out what that is for you because everybody receives this energy in a different way. And some people really get pictures or even little movies and other people just know and other people hear something and other people have a sense in their body. And so it's not about one is right and one is wrong and one is better than the other. It's really about acknowledging how this occurs for you so that you have more ease with it because I see people judge themselves all the time about this and they say well I don't know what the animals are saying I don't know what this is I don't know how this works and you know and it's it's really sad because in a way you all know how to do it why because when you were born you didn't have the spoken word to express yourself and all you had was your awareness and the way to communicate sometimes yes was screaming but you often just also projected your desires and if your mother was willing to receive it then she would deliver and it was this nonverbal exchange um, that was working especially if nobody was trying to make it significant or trying to you know figure it out and I think that's the part that we often do is we doubt ourselves we go into this oh did I really receive this part of the information or I need proof you know and I think that's the part that we often are looking at when we are trying to figure out are my animal is my animal really receiving what I am communicating or asking and we're looking for proof we're looking for them to move or look at us or show us a sign of sorts that they got it but that will not always occur because some information some exchange doesn't really require that also from the animal's point of view and it always depends on the situation but it's also important not to mix up animal communication with the idea of training because animal communication and training are completely different but a lot of people think that if they have a good way to communicating with their animal that now their animal will do exactly what they want well, <laughs> to me, that's more training. If I want my dog to do something for me, I'm training him to do that for me. I'm training him a command. I am training him to basically know what it is when I say sit. Um, you know, I expect my dog to know when I say sit that that means put your bum on the ground. Um, you know, and no matter where you are, if I say that to you, do it. Well, that's not animal communication. That is teaching a dog commands and showing them 
what these commands mean, etc. And then also knowing that, okay, cool, these commands um, are being observed by our animal. Now, one thing a lot of trainers or some trainers talk about, for example, that if your dog is repeatedly not listening to, com to your command, that your dog is disrespectful. Well, maybe, maybe that is the case, but I would really also make sure that your dog really, really gets what you're talking about when you do have a command. So um, you have to be sure that your dog knows what the command is. And if you basically have the accusation that your dog is not listening to you, then you have to really question first, do they know what you're asking for? So this is where it's overlapping a little bit with animal communication, because now you're willing to actually receive if your animal is truly knowing what it is you're asking for and then choosing not to listen, which is a really interesting um, dynamics. And it can be that way. It can be that your dog is just like basically shrugging you off going, <laughs> ah, I know you're asking me to come, but I don't care. So in that sense, it's not about, oh my God, now I have to figure out a way how I can punish my animal for not listening to me. No, that's not necessarily the way to go about this either, but it's just an acknowledgement. Okay, cool. So the dog knows that I'm calling him, but he's ignoring me. Okay, so um, how can I change that? And again, some people go into, you know, there needs to be punishment so that the dog understands that if, if they're not listening, there are consequences, etc. And I would say um, there are different ways about it. And this is not a training session, so I'm not going to get into all of this but all i want to encourage you to is to really have a look at maybe starting over in a way with your training and really showing the dog that you are extremely happy when the dog delivers and you are really rewarding the dog for that behavior so animals respond really well to rewards um, they function way better if we're teaching them things by rewarding them and i also have to say that i am not completely opposed to also um, using negative reinforcement uh, occasionally because in nature animals also work with negative reinforcement for example the mare will correct her foal if the foal is doing something that the mare deems as dangerous or something where the foal is absolutely not listening to the mare she might bite she might kick um, and she will also physically correct and so these are things that occur in nature so it's not that animals get totally shut down when we correct them it's often the way that we correct them that is the big difference and here it goes again training and animal communication can overlap because when you are being forceful in your correction with anger an animal doesn't understand that because anger is an emotion that we have kind of invented as people to be honest it's not usually just there it's usually something that we really fabricate and that's something that the animal doesn't get so when we get angry and we start beating on our animal that the animal doesn't understand but if you 
in the moment literally just slap once and you drop it for example instantly so it's really just like hey and stop again then that is something the animal understands because that's how they would talk to each other in the animal world too one time i actually watched this really great horse trainer and this mare that she was working with um, she had been quite obstreperous and wasn't really willing to uh, she she had decided that she could just run over people and people were no longer something she needed to respect and this trainer was working with her and there was this one split second where the horse was turning and pinning her ears and and going after her and it was literally just she was turning around pinning her ears looking at the trainer and about to move forward and the trainer just lifted her hand and moved towards the horse and i don't know if she yelled or not because the sound wasn't there but she moved towards the horse and the horse immediately went oh crap that has never happened before and basically dropped it instantly and the trainer trainer dropped it too so now the trainer didn't go after the horse and basically drove home the point or made it a point or you know basically went overboard but she just the second the horse dropped it she dropped it too and went back to what they were doing before so the whole interaction was maybe two seconds or three it was so short and so wonderful to watch because that was exactly what the horse required to know that this person was not going to be a pushover and at the same time there was a lot of force by the trainer in the energy like no you do not get to do that but there was no physical contact in this particular uh, interaction but there could have been and it would have been just totally fine because the trainer literally when the horse dropped it she dropped it too so that's the part that you have to be willing to be the energy the authentic energy of no and then dropping it immediately and not mustering up something that we call anger and holding on to it and then being in that energy forever because that is literally something that our animals don't understand but so one thing um, that i wanted to get into here too is so how do the animals also know that you're communicating well this horse knew that it was being communicated to and it immediately understood that and it immediately went with that and basically also dropped its behavior in that split second but when we're doing um when we're doing a a communication that is basically more subtle so it's not about behavior modification but it's really just hey how are you doing what's up then it is a little bit different in this case you may or may never get any feedback from your animal and you have to be willing to just know if something has been communicated or not in a way you cannot expect to always get feedback about this please it's really important that you start to trust you in this whole process and not try to constantly find out if this was true or not because if you go into that energy then you're doubting yourself and doubt is always 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 something that will stop 
anything that can go further because doubt always brings you down doubt always gets you into the distraction of what is really going on and you you will stop yourself so this is really important please be trusting of what you are receiving even if it seems crazy um, this one time we had this beautiful gelding and he was brought into the class by this guy who had gotten him basically from, it was a rescue situation. And this guy actually um, made it his mission to rescue horses and then find them the perfect person that would work for that particular horse. And he was quite successful. He um, got a lot of horses out of bad situations. He would then rehabilitate them and basically pass them on to somebody. And with this particular horse, he seemed a bit stuck. And he he said, look, this horse is really kind. He will do whatever you ask for. He will never give you any grief, but he just feels kind of depressed and dead to me. Like I cannot get him to have a sparkle in his eye. I cannot get him to really be present with me in a way that I know we're connected. He just constantly feels like he is down. So we started just as a group. We were, we were, um, you know, a group there that was just paying attention to him. So we were just standing there as a group and we started asking him some questions. And after asking him quite a few questions, what we what we actually got from him was that he really truly wanted to be a stallion. So he did not desi desire to be a gelding, he wanted to be a stallion. And by the way, this conversation is something that um, I have had many, many times with people too. Not every animal needs to stay intact. Not every animal has an issue with being castrated or um, spayed, basically. But, you know, we have to have the conversation because every animal also may have something to say about that. And we can't just choose these things for them. We have to be willing to also look at, at this. Well, how does this particular animal feel about this? But so in this case, he had decided he wanted to be a stallion. And so we asked him what it was that he, what was it really that he uh, was looking at with that? And what we got from him was that he really wanted to have his trades out there in the world. And that was important to him. So it wasn't the act of making babies that he was like, oh my God, yeah, I just want to, you know, be the stud that basically, you know, spreads his seed everywhere for the act of it. But what he really wanted was to spread his characteristics, to spread his beauty, to spread his, um, his essence, you know? And so we were like, hmm, okay. So we really were just standing there going, well, what is possible here? Because obviously you cannot make him intact again. That is That ship has sailed a long time ago. And so we just stood there and we ran some clearing, some access consciousness to basically get him also out of the rut that he was in but then somebody had this brilliant idea. What if we actually asked him to contribute his energy to other young horses? So now, yeah, he won't be the sire for them, 
but can he actually contribute his energy? And it was really interesting because we were watching, he was standing there and, you know, he was, he was just standing there and he was, uh, ha he had his head sort of hanging and, um, and when we suggested that he lifted his head up and he started looking at the whole group. And it was really cool to see that because we all were like, whoa, look at him. And he really woke up, you know, and looked at everybody. And so um, we asked the owner, hey, would you be okay if he all of a sudden became a stallion in a sense of the energy? Uh, would you be okay with that? And the owner said, yeah, um, that would be great. He had no problem with that whatsoever. So... Um, so we ran some more clearings and we basically uh, just, you know, uh, just did a little bit of processing with him and then, you know, the owner moved him away and, and so the session was over and the next day as a group, we were again you know we had lots of horses and the seminar and so we had been working on a lot of different horses and this guy brought in a horse again the next day and everybody was like well who is that and he said but that's the horse we worked on yesterday and we all said what he had grown his coat was shiny his eyes were bright he basically uh, was a completely different energy he was prancing he had his tail sticking out he was just the proudest thing you could ever see and he actually you know this was many years ago and the guy actually never sold him he kept him because he really started to bond with him in a way that he realized that this was really truly his horse so that was such a beautiful way to really see like wow this animal received our contribution it received our possibility for change um, whereas before it really felt like it was in dire straits from its point of view so these are the moments that can be so beautiful when we really get feedback like that. But again, please don't wait for that. Don't make that significant and don't decide that this is required for you to know that something is changing. Um, a lot of times when you acknowledge something that is going on for an animal, you can perceive a relaxation. So for example, if you have a cat that is constantly peeing in the house, it might be interesting to find out what's going on. You know, what is, is there something upsetting that the cat is trying to communicate? Um, is there something the cat would like to basically make, put your attention on? Because animals know that when they are misbehaving, they get our attention. They have been living with us for, for a very long time, uh, over time, over and over and over again, that they do know how to get our attention. One is by getting sick and the other one is also by you know, changing their behavior. And please, again, not every animal that is sick needs to communicate something. And not every animal that is misbehaving needs to communicate something. But the animals know that this is a possibility to communicate and so they might use it. And so please be aware of that um, when your animal is suddenly changing behavior. Okay, so what's up? Um, and it doesn't always have to do with you necessarily. It could be other circumstances as well. But this would be a moment where you really just take some space and just be present with your animal. 
and really truly just take a moment take a breath sit down relax you know expand out your energy pull some energy from the earth and just be present lower your barriers or push your barriers down and just be present with with the energy of your animal your animal doesn't have to sit in the same room with you your animal doesn't even have to look at you but just be there and just ask the question so what's up just ask that question and then receive the energy that is coming and however that occurs for you and don't make it significant and don't wait for something know that you are receiving the moment you are asking a question there is always an energy that is a response and even if you're saying I didn't feel anything I didn't hear anything I didn't see anything then you have to say okay stop please don't go there allow yourself to receive so please acknowledge there was something there and please acknowledge that you also know that there was something there even if you pretend that you don't know <laughs> and this is important please make sure you don't poo-poo this don't push it away don't pretend that you don't know please receive so allow this communication to come to you and whatever it might be it might be just this flighting split second of a response so just acknowledge that okay there it was wow i have no idea what that was but there it was okay let me ask again what's up oh wow this time maybe a little bit louder or a little bit more intense or a little bit more clear was this little flighting message and so again acknowledge that yes i received something i could perceive an energy i still don't have words for it i still don't know what it means but it was there so again push your barriers down pull energy from the earth expand yourself out and ask again what's up so if you keep doing this you will receive something okay and it's really like in a way it is rekindling and uh, a conversation that you know how to have you just have been denying it so please allow yourself to be present with that allow yourself to be with that and allow yourself to just expand into that and then if your animal stops misbehaving then you might be like oh wow look at that something energetically changed and by the way please if you if you want to change things for yourself and for the animals around you please use the tools of access consciousness for that they are so amazing and so fast and this clearing statement is a wonderful way to change things with ease because you don't have to know why something occurred or why something was put into position or why you took a point of view about something the clearing statement will eradicate it 
no matter what if you are willing to let go of it and the same for the animal you cannot force anybody to let go of anything but you can always open a door for a possibility and so the clearing statement opens the door for a possibility and if the person says yes then this clearing statement can do wonders so right now so everything that you have decided about animal communication will you now please destroy and uncreate all that Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povats, and beyonds. And if you want to know more about the clearing statement, there's a whole website dedicated to it called theclearingstatement.com. So one more time, everything you have decided about what animal communication is that it is not, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povats, and beyonds. And everything you have done to decide you cannot communicate with energy, will you now please destroy and uncreate all that? Times a gazillion, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, povats, and beyonds. So please be willing to receive from these animals. Be willing to receive and to acknowledge that you do receive. And no matter where you are in this journey of animal communication, you might already be advanced and you may already have that sense of, yes, I'm communicating and yes, this is wonderful. Then build on this even more. What else is possible? And how much more can we all receive from the animals around us? And how much more can we be willing to live with them? So... Thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate you being here and I hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, if you did, then please follow the show, subscribe to the show or whatever it is that you would like to do here. Um, and yay, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. My target is to create a different way of being with nature and the animals on this planet. If you enjoyed this, please share it and give it a good rating. You can find me on susigazi.com.